0: (laughs) This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, feline friends. Welcome to Catitude. I'm your show host, Michelle Fern. Today, we're going to talk about something that I guess this is more for all the feline cat owners to be. What does it cost to really own a cat? Well, we're going to take a short break and I'm going to come back and tell you all about it. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Michelle Byrne here. You know, I have a crew of cats and they all have their own distinct personality, you know, Dennis As soon as I eat anything, it doesn't matter what it is. He's right by my side, even if he doesn't like it. And while it could be really cute, it sometimes is annoying. Then there's Charlotte. Well, Charlotte basically runs around and hides all the time. And then, of course, we have Molly. When I'm working, all of a sudden, the back of my chair, Molly flies on top of it and sits there. And it can be so distracting. All my crazy cat crew, those things I could live with. What I cannot stand is a stinky litter box. So I use Arm & Hammer Clump and Seal. It clumps tight around the odor and seals it in. So no more smelly litter box. No more smelly house. It destroys for seven days. So I have a seven day odor free home because a home with kitties and a litter box that doesn't stink is a happy home. Arm and hammer, more power to you. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com. everyone. I get this question a lot. I get a lot of emails about this. And when I do live shows here and there, I get questions about this too. What does it really cost to own a cat? And I don't know that I'm an expert, especially on this topic, but I do have five and a half. We have one that just visits every so often. And my initial experience of on owning a cat taught me some lessons on what it can really cost to own a cat, because there were some surprises. So we'll get to all that, but let's talk about the basics. Okay, you decided to adopt a cat. Well, first, check out adoption places near your home. There are a lot of shelters and adoption facilities that have very low costs when it comes to cats and dogs, but you know, we're interested in cats, especially on Catitude. You can check out your local humane society and there are so many shelters and cats are fairly inexpensive and generally come with their first set of shots as well as being spayed or neutered. So that's a great bonus. And generally, like I said, the fees are minimal. Another way is, um, well, Open your eyes there's probably cats around your neighborhood. however, community cats and feral cats might not be the best choice unless you get them as kittens they're not really that easy to domesticate as you know to be indoor cats. So you've decided to get a cat you found the location and adoption place where you want to you know select your cat. What are the basics you have to think about well here's what I think the basics are one. You need a cat tree of some sort. Cats like to climb up. They feel secure when they sleep above ground. They like to eat above ground. They just like climbing. So got to get a cat tree. A brush goes without saying. Some toys, a bowl for food, a bowl for water, a scratcher. That's important because if you don't have a scratcher for your cat, then your furniture becomes a scratcher and you really don't want that. So get a scratcher. You might need to sprinkle a little catnip on it if your cat isn't sure that he or she should use it, but get a scratcher. And then, of course, you need a carrier because how are you going to bring your cat to the pet sitters or to the vet, right? A bed, of course. I have two or three beds for the cats, but they generally like to sleep on their cat tree. So I think a bed is maybe iffy. You know, it's up to you. And then you have to have a litter box and there's so many types of litter boxes you have your basic plastic plastic litter box you have self-cleaning litter boxes which i highly recommend if you have dogs in the house as well and then you have a lot of litter boxes in between they can range in price from maybe 25 30 bucks up to several hundred it just depends how fancy you want to go there's a lot of gorgeous furniture out there that's disguised as litter boxes too. So if you don't mind um paying the price, you too can own a very fancy, gorgeous litter box that looks like, you know, kind of like a coffee table. So keeping all of this in mind and going with the uh, not so fancy litter box and the basics probably is going to run you around $200, which isn't bad at all. Those are for all of the basics. You might want to up it a little bit for some of the extras. You know, I had mentioned a bowl for water, but cats are not especially water drinkers unless they start early, but they are intrigued by moving water. It mesmerizes them. So you can get one of those little water fountains where the water kind of gurgles all day, and that will draw them to the water. Those are a great investment. They're not too expensive. I think about 50 bucks. So they're not that not too bad. And keep in mind that all of these costs, they're not exactly doubled when you get two cats. So a lot of places think two cats work out a lot better than one because then the cat's not bored and has a buddy. And there you go. And you're saving two cats from possibly, you know, end of life. So isn't that a wonderful thing that you could save two cats instead of just one? Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on and talk about. Monthly basics because the price, the other items that I was talking about were basically one time costs. On a monthly basis, you're going to need food and treats and litter. Those are probably the three main things. You can choose to give your cat kibble or wet food or both. I think a lot of feline pet parents these days choose both. And it's good for cats to have wet food because it gets some, you know, liquid into their diet if they're not used to drinking water. But then again, get them used to drinking water, whether they have the wet food or not, because it's so much more healthier for them. And then treats, as long as you don't overdo it, like my significant other, one of those boxes should last you a long time. It's not like the pooches where you give them a whole bunch. One or two of those little treats is plenty. And then litter. Litter. There's a lot of types of litter out there. I've talked about a lot of types of litter. Find one that your cat likes. Because if your cat does not like the litter, your cat's going to go outside the litter box and you're going to be a very unhappy pet parent. So find a litter your cat likes. You can try, you know, some of the basics, unscented. There's some that are made with grain. There's some that are made with corn. There's, you know, some don't clump. And they are... Some have different scents. Some have, you know, proved they cure all odors, you know, and so forth. I'm lucky that my cats are not too picky with the litter box. I do have problems with one, but it's a constant thing. So I don't know. I don't know. I think it's in her head and she does it to be spiteful. But for the most part, all three of the cats in the house aren't that particular about their litter and I did invest in automatic litter boxes because I have two dogs and we're not going to go there. But um, if you have dogs, an automatic self-cleaning litter box is the way to go. It's, makes It's much better. Less details, the better, but it's much better. We're going to take a short break and I'll be right back to share with you some surprise costs that you might encounter and a little history on my surprise costs with my first cat, which was Dennis. We'll be right back when i adopted her she was a mess scabs itching licking missing fur hot spots a thin dull coat so i take the dog to the vet for the standard run-of-the-mill tests and treatments no results i hear your advertisement on the radio V-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. So I get the five-pound box of Dynavite and the Lico Chops within a four-week total. Instead of a German Shedder, I have a German Shepherd. Sheba is a hundred and five lean pounds of shiny, smooth... Happy dog for life because she gets fed dynavite. And the results, they're just incredibly outstanding. And she loves it. When you rescue a dog, you have to do the right thing. You've got to feed him right for life. Do the dynavite. <coughs> dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. 859 428 D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E no. dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Welcome back, everyone. We're talking about what it costs to own a cat. I also want to give a big shout out to PetFinder.com. They have a great chart on their site, which is details the cost of owning a cat and they even on each item they have a range you know say like a cat carrier can cost from 20 to 90 dollars and so forth so really informative and that is petfinder.com now so figuring with everything we've talked about other than the basics generally and keeping out the vet costs generally owning a cat costs about maybe 500 a year a lot less than owning a dog, and as I mentioned before, if you decide to have two cats, it doesn't mean you're going to have be spending a thousand a year. It adds a little more, but remember, you could buy the larger sizes of food, and they generally the prices per ounce are less in the larger bags. So it's not exactly double. It might maybe two cats per year, maybe be a total of maybe I would say. Seven to eight hundred dollars. So not too bad. Now let's talk about some of the surprises you may encounter. Keep in mind that this is for cats. It's true for all animals, but cats aren't very good about telling you when they're sick. So it's important to just keep an eye out and be wary and just watch for things. And you should keep a little fund for emergency vet care because It can be expensive. And also, you should keep in mind some grooming costs. The only cat I groom extensively is Dennis because he's a Maine Coon. He's such a furry ball kind of cat that maybe once a year I get him shaved. Unless you are very good. I really recommend you go to a professional. Grooming And cat's pretty expensive. It's more than about from 80 to to $100, but you don't want to risk getting bitten or getting scratched because both can have really bad effects for us humans. Cats have a lot of, they carry a lot of diseases in their mouth and on their claws. So just something like a little cat bite And I'm not talking those playful little fake bites, but a cat puncture bite could cost you several hundred dollars at the emergency room. So leave grooming to the professional if you're shaving your cat. Of course, brushing your cat is just fine, but grooming to the professionals. Okay, so also we talked a little about emergency vet care. I recommend keeping a little fund set aside for that. You can also consider pet insurance or if your vet has a pet care plan where you pay them, say, X amount per month and it covers, you know, basic shots, blood work, um, some include dental, and that's a nice little perk there because you're not paying... Generally on those plans, you don't pay per office visit and although it doesn't cover the medication, which can be a little expensive, it does pay for itself and then some. So that's something to consider as well. Now, I promised I would share my experiences that were kind of unexpected with Dennis. Well, Dennis, as many of my longtime listeners know, found me. He was, isn't that always how it works? They find you and make your life better. So Dennis found me. He was meowing outside um one cold South Florida night where it must have been 40 degrees. And I know that doesn't seem very cold to a lot of y'all, but like my Southern there, to a lot of y'all. But here, that's like frigid temperatures. And this cat was meowing, meowing, Open the door, he walks in. We um had him chipped, scanned. Nobody no put up flyers all over the neighborhood. Nobody claimed him. So I had a cat and he's a really cool cat. He's Maine Coon. He acts like a dog. He's just a cool cat. I've talked about him a lot. Well, here's some of the things that to him that were unexpected out of the blue and made me go, huh? It was definitely surprising. So I noticed that he was making these little funny sounds like a, hoo kind of meow, kind of like sounded like an owl. And it was a weekend that I happened to go away. And I thought, oh, he's probably just, you know, something, you know, he was my first cat. I wasn't really aware of things. I've learned a great deal since then in the last decade plus of having Dennis. And I went away for the weekend, came back, and he was still making these little sounds. So I took him to the vet and they said, wow, he has crystals in his urine. You should just put him down. He's probably not going to make it. And my significant other, he said, no way, we're not doing that to Dennis. We're going to go to the vet first thing in the morning. Went to the vet first thing in the morning and, yep, crystals in the urine. They did the surgery and... Apparently, this is fairly common among male cats. Male cats have very small penises and it's easy for them to develop crystals in their urine just from water, from food, from... It's just a very common thing. Very, very common. And then because they have these crystals and they have such a tiny penis, the the crystals cannot pass. So they had to do surgery and it was do the surgery or let Dennis die because when... because he couldn't urinate, his potassium levels were rising. So his body was becoming toxic to him. So $3,000. Well, okay. I need Dennis more than $3,000. So paid for the surgery and he was doing pretty good. And so- no other major incidences. He healed fine. The vet loved him. They even kept him as for an extra day at no charge because they just wanted to be sure he was okay and wanted to have him around because he was like the office favorite. So that was a surprise. So that's why I say have an emergency vet fund because you never know. He also has had this happen twice, bloody nose. And you know, cats don't—you know—they they can't wipe their nose, right? They shake their head, so you have spots all over the place, and it's bizarre. I don't know how I—I I don't know how it happened. We took him to the vet. They did a, a bunch of tests. It was again costly. It was about four hundred dollars, and they said, "Oh, he just has a bloody nose." So the next time that happened, I just thought maybe. His claw got a little too close to his nose. Maybe he bumped into something. Who knows? But I just observed him for a little, you know, a day and saw how he was. And I think he just bumped into something or scratched himself or who knows? So that was that cost. And then if anybody has seen pictures of Dennis recently compared to pictures of Dennis when he was a little younger, Dennis has one other thing that I kind of call it his crunchy ear, but it's called an ear hematoma. This is more common in dogs than in cats. What happens is when they shake their heads, you know, very frantically, the vein that draws blood to the ear draws too much blood and it, the ear puffs out. So I saw his ear and it was just like a, look like a pillow, like an ear pillow. So I took him to the vet and they said he has an ear hematoma. There is not much we can do. Since then, I found out I could have had surgery so his ear looked better. But at that time, they didn't recommend anything like that. So the ear, you know, eventually the swelling went down. The ear got, looks like a little crunched up little ear. And the only challenge there is that it's a little, makes it a little harder to clean his ears than if he had a normal ear. So he has one regular ear and one crunchy ear. And that was just maybe a vet visit. Maybe it was $200. It wasn't that costly. So I just wanted to share with you some experiences, you know, real life experiences with what can happen. With my other cats, I've not had any big issues. I think one, I think Charlotte had a little something in her eye once and that was maybe 300. You know, it wasn't that costly. You just have to keep in mind that just like people, your fur kids can have something that springs up on you. So have a plan. Just like we have health insurance, think about health insurance for your fur kit. Or if you don't want to go that route, check your vet and see if your vet has any kind of a care plan where you can pay a fee monthly and it covers, you know, several basics because it's those are generally, they give you a little more bang for your buck than just paying right out of pocket every time you go. And then lastly, I would say keep a little fund set aside for emergencies for just in case something like this happens and be aware that just like people, things can happen. Less likely in your animals, they don't interact in the real world as much and so forth. They're not, and especially if they're indoors, they're less likely to pick up on things. But for the most part, it's better to have a little stash of cash for the vet bills than just be surprised and have those high, you know, credit card fees. So, in concluding, I really hope this gave you all a little, you know, glimpse into what it costs to own a cat and what you can expect if there's emergencies. Given everything that I've, and Dennis has cost me the most, the, the other four did not cost too much at all. They're just basic, basic needs, but I would do it again in a heartbeat. Dennis is so worth it. He's just the most loving cat. So, I recommend go for it and you can afford it. Keep in mind, it's about 500 a year, maybe 300 for startup, all your basic needs. Definitely worth it. And again, please check out petfinder.com. They have a great chart on what it costs to own a cat. So for everybody out there that's thinking about it, I really hope you go ahead and go to your nearest shelter and adopt adopt a cat that is looking for its forever home, you know, sometime soon. Well, this has been a great show. It's been great talking to everyone about, you know, what it costs to own a cat and realizing that it's not that expensive for what you get back. You get back all that unconditional love just for shelling out a little bit of money on their basics and having a little bit set aside for, you know, those scary things that may come up. It's not guaranteed, just may come up. And uh, I encourage you to look on past shows of Catitude because we've done different talks with different vets on what you can do to make your it easier for your cat, you know, to keep away from harmful things and so forth. And there are other shows. There's a wealth of information on PetLifeRadio.com for, you know, how you can save money with your cat and how you can avoid some of the expenses that and surgeries that come from just having basic household things around that you didn't know about so i'd like to thank my cat crew molly and charlotte and dennis and sammy and jethro and jazz for letting me spend my money on you it's been a pleasure and i look forward to spending more And thanks to everyone listening to Catitude, making Catitude super popular. And thanks, of course, to Mark Winter, my producer that makes me sound so much better than I ordinarily would. Keep listening. We have some great shows coming up on Catitude. Let's Talk Pets. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.